We begin the current daf mesef. This another daf mem gimel. Begin on the bottom of daf mem beis mabeis, three lines up from the bottom of the yamad, where the gemara continues the discussion with the previous daf. That is, it was a machlekes Raba and Rabbi Yosef in the interpretation of what was the halacha of Rav Huna. and that is, the Raba had said in the name of Rav Huna that the pasuk says seemingly a redundancy in the halachas of Tumah of Nazar, where it says lo yitame is not allowed to come tame. Then there's another pasuk that says lo yavai. So what does lo yavai come to include? So on that, Rabbi said, the Rav Huna says, that you could get the violation of both becoming Tamei, and if included, there's also going to be a Tumah of entering into the Tumah of an oil where there's a mess inside of that. But, says Rabbi, but if you're ready Tamei, and then you could track Tumah again, well, then you're ready Tamei. If you're ready Tamei, as the Gemara seemingly brought up Raisa that supported Rabbi, where you can't become Tamei again, and therefore you're not going to be violating another Isser of becoming Tumah, no matter how that's going to happen. Whereas Rabbi Yosef argued, and seemingly he brought a proof from our Mishnah that said, Ali Tama, Ali Tama, Ali Tama, every time they warn him, he gets lashes for becoming Tumah, although he's already Tumah for the next seven days. Still, as the Gemara explained, it's possible to have what's called Moisif Tumah, in the sense of when you mechubber to the mess, when you're carrying, the, when you're touching the mess, if you weren't touching it, and then they warn you, and you're about to touch it, and then you touch it, that added a level of Tumah, what's called chiburin ba'adam, and therefore you will be liable for every set of, la- uh, every set of becoming tumma, another set of lashes. Now, but now the Gemara wonders, and this is based on the Gemara's assumption of the interpretation of what Rabbah was saying. That is, as, as follows. The Gemara asked the following question on Rabbah. Rabbah ended off his statement where, first he quoted in the Halacha Nehmer Rav where that you're going to violate lo yitame and lo yavai, which is if a person is already tame, the Gemara assumes, but if you then enter into a bias, you'll then be violating the secondness of lo yavai. But then, Rabbah concluded the statement of Rav Huna, but if you're tame, and then you become tame again, if you're already tame, then you're not going to be chayav for another isra of tame. Now, according to the interpretation of Rabbah, that is because because you already were tame. And as we brought that from the Brisa, regarding a kain that already had a dead person on his shoulders, if they pass up another dead person, he's not going to be liable for lehit chali. But then the question is, and again, this is based on the assumption of the Gemara in its interpretation in Rabbah, tomo bianami, then, wait a second, if you're tummy already, however you became tummy, you touched a dead body, you carried a dead body, and then you come into a house, hometami you're already tummy before you entered into the oil of the mess. So why would you be liable according to Rabbah? How is Rabbah differentiating? Again, Rabbi Yisuf doesn't differentiate. He says, yes, you could always be tummy and then be chai of another set of lashes becoming tummy again. And that's how he holds in Rabbah. Rabbah disagreed, and the Rishonim find it difficult how to interpret Rabbah's version with our Mishnah. But he disagrees and he says, no, if you're tummy, you can't become chai for tummy again. But then how does he say the halacha of Ravuna? that there's lo yitame, and then a seemingly unnecessary pasuk of lo yavai, that yes, to be chayiv both on becoming tame and of entering into the oil ames, what does that mean? Oil ames is becoming tame. So obviously you want to say that you can be chayiv for both. How are you being chayiv for both if you're ready tame before you go into the oil ames? And if you're ready to enter the oil ames, how are you going to be lo yitame? So on that, Amr Rabbi and this is how we had explained it originally, but this is according to the conclusion of the Gemara, the Rabbi Yechanan says it's not talking about consecutive, it's talking about simultaneous, which means kan bebayis, 
Here we're talking about when a Tahar person enters into the Oil HaMes. Before he walks in, they warn him regarding two violations. That lo Yaveh, as it says in the Torah, don't go into the, where the Nafshas HaMes is. And lo that's where Rabbi was saying in the name of Rav Huna that you're going to get two sets of lashes. Because both of them are happening at the same time. And he wasn't already Mechul. You're right, if you're already Tameh, no matter if it's now the second time touching or if it's carrying, or even going into the Olamas, Rabbah, according to his interpretation of Huna, not like Rabbi Yisab, would hold yet yes, of course you wouldn't be chayv. But he would tell him that he was tahar, and he entered into the Olamas, and at the same time he's going to be violating both, that you could have, they're boy and ke'echa, they happen at the same time. Khan b'sada. However, regards to the other halacha, which he says, tumah v'tumah that if you're tummy ready, you can't become tummy again, we're talking about, out in the open field, which basically that means to say that we're not told in the context of an oil, where it's not possible to get two sets of lashes. And the reason being is because if, let's say, you're touching two dead bodies, at, even if at the same time, and they warn him regarding both dead bodies, you're only going to get one set of lashes because the touching is one iser. Here, where you have loyava and loyitama, so then they're two separate isurim, then if it happens at the same time, you could violate both. But yes, Rabbah holds that if it would be at different times, then even Lo Yavai wouldn't be Mechaibi because once you're already Tameh, even though Lo Yavai is a Isra, but it's only Lo Yavai of becoming Tameh. If you're already Tameh according to Rabbah, then yes, you wouldn't be Chayv. Now, we continue on top of the Gimel Madaf, where the Gemara asks on this, however. Babayis Nami, even if in a house, again, which that's just a, a phraseology used to denote the halacha of Tumas Oil, where we're trying to explain that it's possible that both are going to be violated at the same time, and we need that, because if it was at different times, then even if it's one after another, you can't violate the second one according to Rabbah, because if you're ready Tameh, you can't become violating an Israel becoming Tameh again. Question is, Kivin the Oil Yodei, so let's say he's coming into the house. So you're saying it's the same time. When he comes in, A, he becomes Tameh, and B, he's entering into the Oil Ames, which is a type of way of getting Tameh, but... Here is where the Torah specifically said another Isser. The problem is, but once you go into the house, once your hand goes in, even if your whole entire body didn't go in, it's like your finger touched a dead person. Why? Because there's a halacha concept called basic command de The house, whatever is inside, is like it's filled up with that entity. So it's like the whole house is filled up with the dead body of this person. Now, the moment you walk in, you violated the Isra lo yitame. Now the thing is, lo yavai is when you, the hole you entered in. That's only when the majority of your body comes in. So therefore the Gemara asks, even when you're going into a house, once your hand goes in, istaiv, you already became tame. Ki ayil kuli hai. Now once your whole entire body goes in, so tame who you're already tame, so therefore you already were mechul, and as the Brayse said that lehechaloi could only be someone b'misha in a mechul. Yatsazeshu mechul v'aymen. If you're already tame, that's what was the foundation of Rabbah's halacha. You can't go ahead and become tame again. So even with a house, the Gemara is asking, it's not simultaneous because the second any part of your body, when your hand goes in, your your body already becomes tame from lo yitama. Lo is only when your whole body comes in, but then you're already tame. So then you're back to the question, it should be a problem of Tumah v'tumah, and according to Rabbi, you can't become violating an Isra of Tumah if you're ready Tumah. Se'el says, you're right. Tzirif Yadai, if when you're entering into the house, if your hand came first, 
Mishum Tuma Ikka, you're right, you're only going to be violating the Isra of Lo Yitama. Mishum Bialaka, you're not going to be violating the Isra of Lo Yavoy of entering. Because by the time you enter, you're already Tama and you can't violate an Isra of, come, of entering a Tama's Isle if you're already Tama already. But the case that we're describing here for Rabbah of Rav Huna, which is telling us why do we need Lo Yavoy if you already have Lo Yitame, is Toma B'Tzirev Gufa. Which means to say from the word of Tzruf of connected to his body, where his hands are side by side with his body, where his hands are not coming in before his body. There is tomobi There, his hands are on the side of his body. When he enters his body, his hands are not coming first. So lo yavi is happening at the same time as lo yitama. Nothing more still asks. It's not possible that his nose doesn't enter first before his body. And therefore, he already has tumah on his body, and therefore his whole entire body is tumah before his whole body entered. Layavai is when you enter. Your entering is only when the whole you comes in. But if only part of you touches something that's tummy, the whole you becomes tummy. So you already have laid tummy before layavai. So Elam Rabba rather, so Rabba says you're right. Hechnes yadai, if his hand entered, or like the girsa of the rush, which is roishai, because that's continuing on the previous uh, conceptualization, which is when, if his head came in first, then you're right, then you wouldn't have had bia yet, and mishum tumeika, mishum bialaka, you're right, you would only have the halach of layitama, but you wouldn't have the isa of layave, because your nose, your head, something came in before your whole entire body came in. But explains Rava, hechnes gufai, if his whole body comes in, in other words, if let's say when he's coming in, he pulls his head backwards, and therefore the majority of his body comes in, before his head and his nose comes in and his hands. So then Tuma Obiabahadikasin. So that's how Rav explains the case. Then you're gonna be having Tuma and coming in, entering at the same time, and that's when Rabba holds that you're gonna be chayev for both Layitama and Layava. But the Gemara still asks and said, but Vihoi Afsha, but it's still not possible. The Lo Ail the it's not possible that your toes are gonna to come in before the rest of your body. And you're already going to have tumma on your body before you have lo yavai. Now, on that, the Rosh says that the Gemara couldn't have answered and said, oh, maybe it's tumma where he walks in backwards, where you don't have toes sticking out before the rest of your body comes in, because that's not called bia. It's not called lo yavai. It's not called entering, as the Gemara says in the first parakamasech the school and then the second parakamasech the shavuos. That lo yavai has to be the way people usually walk in, and that's not that's not walking backwards. So we couldn't say that toes are not sticking in when you're walking backwards. But moreover, the rush says that the Gemara could have asked in general, in regards to all these cases, that from the moment just part of your body comes in, you already become tummy. But bia entering lo yavai is only when the majority of your body at least enters. So either way, yes, even if we could have said walking in backwards, but the second part of your body comes in, you're ready tummy. But Layavi would only be when the majority. So either way, the Gemara is asking, how can you have, according to Rabbah, a conceptualization of Layavi and Layitama happening simultaneously at the same time? So Elam Rabbah, rather Rabbah explains as follows. He says, We're talking about where someone enters into a oil ames, place where it's Tame, where he has Layavi of entering into a Tame area with a box or in a carriage or, or a tower, where, where a closet, so he's in a closed area, so he's not tummy, he's in his own area. But now his friend comes and removes either the floor or the ceiling of that box that he's in. Where the rush also adds on, you have to say that 
the guy himself who was in the box helped take off the floor because if he didn't do anything then he wouldn't be Chayiv Malkus for being Tame and the word that we're using over here that he's being Chayiv is obviously that, that connotes lashes so it must be not just that his friend did it but he assisted we're there the Tomobi about that other cousin there at the same time when the floor is removed you're at the same time becoming Tame and you're at the same time having Loyave because you suddenly entered into the room by removing the floor so it's not consecutive as a person usually is when he's walking into an area where you can't get all of your body or the majority before you have some of it inside here it's happening at the same time or another similar version says, the person came into the person's house when the person that's inside was in the throes of death and then when he was sitting there with him then the person sold the part of it and there it happened at the same time. The entering into the Oil Ames happened at the same time that it became Tame because it was when he was already inside. So his being there, his coming in, was only a coming into Oil Ames. And that was only when the person died, when he was sitting there. So Bia and Tuma happened at the same time. Now related to this that we just introduced, this halachic concept of Gaisis, so the Gemara Satarabon, we learned the Brisa, related to these concepts of Nazar and the Kain becoming Tame, specifically regarding how that relates to a geysis. So it says in the Pasuk, in Vayikra, and this is in Perik of Aleph, Pasuk Dalet, it says that, Lo baal ba'amav, oh, a man, a husband, is not allowed to make himself tame if he's a koyin, lehechaloi, to, to desecrate, to create chulan of his, of his kedusha, of his tahara of kuhuna. So on that, the Tanakhama says, what does lehechaloi teach us? until the moment that the person dies. In other words, what it's excluding from the violation of a coin becoming tummy is if someone is meguyed, if someone is cut up, or he's a geysis. In other words, he's obviously going to die, but he's not dead yet. All his blood didn't run out, or he didn't just, didn't just die. Where the word lehechaloi sounds like that after he becomes a chalal, where he's a slain, a, a corpse, that's when... At the moment that he dies, that's going to be an issa. But if the person is a geysis, even if he's in the throes of death, there's no problem for the kayin in violation of his tahara. Rebbe Eimer, he learns from a different pasik. There's a pasik in Bamidbar, Perik Vav, Pasik Zion, where this in the context of Nazir, where it says, the beginning of the pasik there it says, And that's the next word. There's two words here that Rebbe quotes, B'moysam and Yitama which both of those are in this Pasuk, actually Yitam is first, where it says that although, let's say, a coin had it, he's not allowed to be Mitam himself to people, but the seven closest relatives he could, a Nazar actually is like a coin Gadol, who he cannot be Mitam himself to his father, his mother, his brother, his sister. He's not allowed to be Mitam Lohem B'moisam, that's the first word Rebbe's quoting over here. He can't be Mitam to them when they're dead. Ki Nazar Lekav because he has the crown of Naziris on his head. Now what we learn from there is that it says the word b'maisam and yitama, which is achayamus, which is until they actually die. Which again, this, although this passage is talking by Nazar, we learn not Kain from Nazar, and so too the previous passage which is talking about Kain, we learn not Nazar from Kain. Now, the, the Gemara asks, my benai, what's the difference between similarly the Tanakhama and Rabbi? They both seemingly say the same, same exact Russia. They're both saying that the Isser of a Kain or a Nazar to be mitama to those that are forbidden to be mitama to, is only when the person dies. So Amr B'yechanin says, you're right, Mashmoz Dershin Nekibayin. says that both of them hold 
that the Isra is only when they're actually dead. Either you know that from Le'echaloi or you know that from B'moisam, which is excluding if even if the person is totally cut up and he's about to die or he's a geisus, but just one learns it out from one Pasuk and the other one learns it out from a different Pasuk. Shlach he says, no, actually there is halachic difference. Geisus Ikebenayu, the difference between these two interpretations of the Tanakhama and of Rebbe is regards to a person that's in the throes of death, where he's, he's going to die any moment. So, as the Gemara explains, Laman according to the Tanakhama that learns it out from Lehechaloi, he actually holds, according to Ashlokish, Aphilogosis. That the Isser is even for a Koyan to come in contact with someone that's in the throes of death, because Ashlokish holds that that is considered a Chalol. Because since most Goises and most people in the throes of death, of, of, of death die, so therefore it's considered Lehechaloi, it's considered already a Chalol, like a slain person, although he's not actually dead. But he's already considered a chal. Whereas Lamandam Abamaisin, the one runs up from the actually from the word of dead, Achayamasin, it's only when the person dies, then there's the Isra to be metamit to such a person. But Gaisus like, but if he's in the throes of death, or no, he will die any second until he dies, there's no Isr to be metamit to such a person. That is the Machlaikis, according to Ishlakish, in regards to a Gaisis about becoming Tamit. Now, on that the Gemara asks, according to either interpretation, so the Tanakhama that learns out the halacha of what's considered the moment of, let's say, death, or at, more precisely regarding the Isra of a Kayin, or Nazar being metamit to a person who's not allowed to, if he learns out from Lehechaloi, but but there is a passage that says by the Nazar, which says the problem is only when he's dead, not Lehechaloi. So the Gemara says, Tanakhama uses that word not to teach that that's the definitive point at when the Isra starts, Rather, for a different halacha, the Rebbe says, the Tanakh in the Brisa. Rebbe Aymer, he says, B'maisam ain't a metama. Another, who we said can't be metama to anybody, like a Kayan Gadol, is when those close relatives are dead. That Tama is what he's forbidden into, which is called Tumas Mes. Metama benig asum ubeziv asum. But the dik is that he can't be metama himself to his relatives in the Tama of Misa when they're dead. But if, let's say, his father was a Zav or a Metzairah who have Tama, he could be metamit to his relatives in that state of Tumah. It's only in the state of Tumah's mess that his relatives he can't be metamit to, but other Tumahs that they have, he could be metamit to them. Now the Gemara asks, well, the man so therefore then, according to Rebbe, who in the Brahsa that we just explained, that he says that, the, that you use b'maisam to teach you that that's the moment when it becomes forbidden to be metamit to such a person when they're actually dead, but but he needs it actually, which is Rebbe himself, that uses it for a different svar, to say that the only problem is to be metamit to them when they're mason, but not when they're, let's say, a zav or metzairah. How does he use it to tell you that that's the moment of when it becomes us to be metamit to them? So that the Gemara answers, Imkain, if so, if it was only teaching one of the two halachas, it should have said that when they die. My b'maisem, what does it mean, the extra endemem, that when they die? Shammai that's why you learn that both halachas from that same word, A, that the Isra is only when they actually die, meaning like Rish Lakish explained, but Rebbe would hold if the person is just a geisus, then there's no Isra yet. And also that it's permitted to go ahead and be metamit to his relatives when they're some other type of tama, not Misa, let's say when they're a Zav or Metzaira. But then the Gemara asks, another question on Rebbe. Him that he learns the halacha of the moment when it becomes Asa to be metamit to a person that's dying, when he actually dies, which he learns that from B'maisam, but but the Pasuk does say Lechalei, which is when the person's a Chal, 
which seemingly, like the Tanakhama said, that's even when the person is just a geis, is in the throes of death already. So I think Mara says, Lehechalei A Rebbe learns the word Lehechalei to teach something else, which is, B'misha e'nem as we brought this b'risa on the previous daf, the Isra of a Kayin or a Nazar being machal himself is only if he's not machol yet. You can only desecrate yourself if you're not desecrated. That excludes somebody who, as we gave the terminology in that b'risa, which is mesal k'seifa, if, he if he's carrying a dead person on his shoulder, so he's already machol, there's no more teisefes tumah that he would have if he would touch a dead person now. That is what the Pasuk is including, that he's not violating lechaloi because he's already machol. And therefore, that's what it's used for, not to define the moment when it becomes usher to come in contact with a person that's dying. Now, the Gemara asked, so therefore, wait a second, so then, according to the Tanakhama, that learns from lechaloi to teach you the moment of when it's forbidden to come in contact with a dead person, which is even when he's a geisus, but he needs it for this far, which is to exclude that if it's machol, if it's already machol, that he's not going to be violating this isra. So the Gemara answers, similar to what did for Rebbe regarding B'maisam, in Cain, if that would be the case, let the Pasig say, not lehechale, but lahachal, which would tell you that even if the person is a geisus, then there would be the iser, because a geisus is considered a chalal, like a slain person. My lehechaloi, what is the extra vav over there for? Shaman minotarti, that teaches us both halachas, which is when it's being mechal him, the one who's coming in contact with the dead person. But if he was already mechul, then it's not being mechal him, so then he's not violating this iser of being metamelemes. That's the machlekes, Tanakama and Rebbe, again, according to the interpretation of Rosh Lakish. According to Rabbi Yechon, they both agree the same halacha. According to Rosh Lakish, they argue regarding goises. Now, Meisvei, the Gemara asks on Rosh Lakish's version of the Tanakama from the Mishnah Masech this Alist. Mishnah teaches us, Adam Enimetama, a person does not convey Tama, until his soul actually departs from him. Which tells us that, and even if he's, he's cut into limbs, which is from the word Gudu Ilana, which is like to chop down a tree, and even if he's in the throes of death, he's not going to convey Tama until he's literally dead. No. So the Gemara asks, according to Rishlakish's interpretation of the Tanakama. It learns out Issa becoming tummy with a dead person. He's learned that from Lehi who we said that that includes even a Geisis. But you see clearly in this Mishnah that says that a Geisis is not going to transmit Tuma until he actually dies. So that the Gemara answers, You're right. In regards to what that Mishnah is told regarding transmitting Tuma, that's Adinafkanafshe. That we agree, that's until the soul actually departs. But regarding what we're discussing here in this b'risa, regarding the chilu, the desecration of the tahara, of the nazar, of the kayan, that actually, even when the person is a geisus, creates a chilu. And that is because, although by b'maisam, by teaches us that it's only going to be metama until the person actually dies. And you're right. The Tanakhama would agree that the person would not get lashes of the violation of lo yitama, because he's not actually dead, like the Mishnah says of Sechtas Alis, but there would be lashes because of lehechaloi. Now, as the Rush explains, because since the word lehechaloi is near the word lo yitame, we actually expanded as if the word loy was going on the word lehechaloi, as if it said lo yitame balba'amav, and lo lehechaloi, and not to be mechal himself, which that's a reference to a geisus which is not fit to live anymore. 
So you're right. The Mishnah Masechet's Ali says clearly that until the person actually dies, even though he was a geis up until now, he's not going to transmit tuma. But that's where we're going to lo tama. But lehechaloi, that actually is from the when the person is a chala, a slain person is already when he's a geisus, and therefore that's what the Tanakhama is going like when he learns of lehechaloi that a geisus will make the kain violate lo yichal lehechaloi. It's just that lo tama. That's only going to be until the person actually dies. Now we continue on Tamid Bay's in a related discussion. The Gemara says, He says, If let's say, when this is in regards to a Kain Hedyit, because a Kain Hedyit is a regular Kain, is permitted to be Metamit to his father and to his seven close relatives, whereas a Kain Gadol and a Nazar can never be Metamit to the father. So we're talking about a Kain Hedyit, who generally is allowed to be Metamit himself to his father. But his father's head was chopped off, decapitated. So now Rav Chizah says, Now he can't be metam himself to his father anymore. My time, what's the reason? Because Amakra, the Pasig says, and there's a Pasig in Bayikra, Per Chaval, Pasig Beis, that begins that the coin cannot be metam himself to anybody. Ki im, only Lish beloved, to his close relatives, which are Le'imai, U, and as the Gemara quotes, Le'aviv, and to his father. Now, his father is, meaning his father, Bezman Shalim, when he's whole. That's his father. A, a foot of the father is not the father. So therefore, and not at a time when he's missing. When his head is off, he's not his father anymore. And therefore, he can't be metam himself to his father to bury him. Now, that the Gemara asked, only Rav Nuna, Rav Nuna asked Rav Chizda. If that's the case, if let's say the father and son are walking in this dangerous valley where there are a lot of bandits there. And then, Bandits come, and they decapitate, they chop off the father's head. You're telling me that a son can't go ahead and now be metam himself to his father to bury him? Where you said that now he's not whole anymore, he can't, he can't bury him. So Amalais, Rav Chizah said back to Rav Amnuna, Mace Mitzvah, comrade? You're talking about a person that's considered a Mace Mitzvah, which is a term given for somebody that there's no one there to bury him. Where it's a positive commandment to bury him. Where... A miss mitzvah where now he's just here on the road and these bandits decapitate his father? Says, Rav Chizah says, what do you mean? Forget about his father. If any random person that a coin sees that's a mess mitzvah that has no one to bury him, that a person, a coin could go ahead and bury him, but other like Koshkin, of course the father you would be able to bury. But not because he's a father, it's not La'afiv. But don't tell me about this scenario where he wouldn't be able to bury him. He would be because he's a mess mitzvah. Now that the Gemara asks, the high mes mitzvah, the father would be considered in this case a mes mitzvah. But Vatanya learned the rice that says a mes mitzvah. What is the the definition of a mes mitzvah? It's called she'in le'kayiv, and it's somebody that has no one to bury him. Now, but if kayiv acherim but if the person would call and others would hear him, in other words, that if this dead person was able to talk and to call people, he would have relatives that would answer him and come and bury him. So that's not a mess mitzvah. And therefore, Cain would not be able to time himself to such a person. Now the problem is, this father is not a mess mitzvah, because of Isle'i he has a son. In other words, yes, the son is a relative that could bury him. Now he can't because he's not La'aviv, but he's not a mess mitzvah because the, fa- the son could go ahead and hire other people that can go ahead and bury his father. So what are you answering and saying that in such a situation he would be able to bury your father? Because of mes mitzvah, but he's not a mes mitzvah. So that the Gemara says, no, he is a mes mitzvah. Because even the ka'azal but since they're going on this road, 
it's Kamisha in Dami. It's like there's no one around to bury him. And therefore, what Rav Chizma was answering to Rav Abnuna was that although regards to the relationship of the Kayin to his father, in that regard of La'avav, he cannot be metam himself to that, to his father, because he's missing, his head is off. But in regards because of the halach of Mes Mitzvah, he could be metam himself to him. Right? And because of, of Mes Mitzvah. So that's Allah Rav Chizma. And that the Gemara asks Mesfit. The Gemara asks from the following Brisa, which it quotes a Pasik, and this is in the Yikra Perik Chaval of Pasik Gimel, which talks about the sister of a Kohen Hedjim. So it says in the Pasik that and to his sister, the virgin that's a relative of his, that didn't, it didn't get engaged to, uh, didn't get married to a man. So it says, to her he could be metam himself which sounds like tahar, meaning when she's whole. And therefore, the Brisa says, lohu metama, tahari kibi metama, but ve'in metama But let's say his uh, sister uh, lost a limb, he wouldn't be able to go ahead and take that limb and become tummy by coming in contact with that, with that torn off limb. And why is that? So the, so the Brisa says why. Because he can't even become tummy, the kind had yet, by becoming ritually impure to a limb of his father that's alive. I mean, if let's say his father is alive, but his leg was chopped off, even his father, who he has a closer relationship to, he's not allowed to be metama by coming in contact with the father's limbs. Which Rush asked, where do we know that Allah from? So he says, maybe we know this from the same law of where it's only when the father's whole, but when the father has, which Avram and Achai is metama, he can't come in contact because it's not the whole father, it's just a piece of him. So therefore, if the father you can't, and it means he has to be shalim, so for sure the, do- the sister has to be shalim, and if it's not, he can't be metama to her aver. Now, But, although we said that he cannot be metama, not to his father or for sure his sister's limb, and for sure not to a size of a barley corn of them, but what the Bryce is saying is, if he really became tummy to his father, which let's say he's burying his father who is missing a part of himself and he buried the, the, the most of the father, he can go back now, and although generally if it's just a small piece of the father, if it's just a limb, he can't be metam himself to that, but he could go ahead now back and get that just little barley corn piece of his father and go ahead now and bury the rest of them. So the Gemara asks, and Rav Chizda, my what does this mean? When the Bryce is saying he could go back and get that barley corn piece of his father to bury him where we said generally you can't, even a limb you can't, but here we're saying you could go back on that. What does that mean you go back? Lavla member isn't it saying, that if there, at the time when he was burying his father, so he was metamming himself to his father, but there was a piece of his father, even as small as a barley corn that, that was missing, so we're saying that now that you, we allowed you to be metamming yourself to your father, which seemingly is not like Rav Chizda, where although his father was missing part of him, he wasn't shalim, not only could you bury him in that state, you could even go back and get the piece that was missing. So although a piece of your father you can't be, in this case you could because you already buried the majority of him. So seemingly we see not like Rav Chizda that you could be metami yourself to the father even though he's missing a piece of him. So that the Gemara says, Loy. No, it's not a difficulty on Rav Chizda because I hear Rabbi Yehuda. That b'risa is Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbanan Agen Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Chizda says, I hold like Rabbanan. The time like the b'risa that it's Rabbi Huda, Ayim Rabbi Huda says, La mitama, the person, the Pasuk says that he can be mitama himself to his sister, which is the whole sister. 
but he can't make himself tummy by coming in contact with just one of her limbs. Because he can't even become tummy by touching a limb that was taken from his father that was still alive. So although we're saying that a limb of the father, you can't be metamitu, that's only if the father is alive. That's called even menachai. But even menhames, but a piece of even just a limb of his father, he could be metamitu. Now the Rush explains, which is in uniform with the previous b'risa, which Rav Chiz was saying, don't ask me from the previous b'risa, because that's like Rabbi Yehuda who we're quoting now. So the Rush explains that this that Rabbi Yehuda permits the coin to be metamitu, even just an ever of his father, must be talking about like the previous b'risa was talking about regarding coming back for that. If he was already metamit to the majority of the father, which that's considered la'aviv according to Rabbi Huda, so then you can go back to just a limb, which again, that part about even to the majority of the body, that's just like Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Chizda says, but Rabbi argue even on that. But, says the Rosh, l'ketchila, initially, Rabbi Huda would agree that you can't just be metama to even just a part of the father, even a whole limb, like the previous prices, because if not, then he wonders what would be the difference between what's called Iver menachai, uh, a limb from the father when the father is still alive, which, you, which Bryce says clearly you cannot be metamatu, and Iver min hames, because he says seemingly there's no logic to differentiate between a limb of the father, whether it's from the father that's still alive, or whether that he's dead. So therefore, rather, he explains that this halacha of Yehuda that lets you be metamatu, Iver min hames, it means when you're coming back. So yes, we see that. A, you could be metamit to the father even if he's missing an, a limb, even the size of a barley corn. And then you could go back and be metamit yourself. For even just a barley corn size, for just a limb, either Rosh says that's only talking about to come back for, but initially you can't be metamit for any aver from the father. But, says Rav Chizid, that's the first halacha that you can bury him even though he's missing a part, that's only like Rabbi Huda, but I hold like the Rabban who argue on Rabbi Huda, and they don't ask me from this b'risa. But the Gemara asks, Bahatanya. But we learned in Abraisa that it's Rav Kahana Bribalaza ben Yaakov, that even he says, and therefore you see, seemingly it's not just Rabbi Huda, seemingly it's everybody that says the Salacha, which refutes Rav Chizda, which he also says, La Metama, that the Kayan could be Metama to one of his seven relatives, meaning to his sister, which is the whole heart. Ve'ena Metama Levarm, but he can't be Metama to just limbs of her. Moreover, Pratlik is Ais Menames, what that excludes. If let's say there's an olive size of the dead person, meaning from his sister, or kezayis netzel, or a, an olive, a olive size of netzel, which is a type of a, a moisture liquid that oozes out of the dead person, umaloi tarvid rekiv, or a spoonful of the dust, which was what the body turns into from the dead person, if he has a spoonful of that, that also is not considered something that he could be mitama himself to. Now, so you would think that, okay, it has to be the whole sister. But, and therefore, that would mean even that he can't be metam himself, to, let's say, the spine of his sister, or to the skull of his sister, or or to the majority of the structure, the building of his sister, which Gemara later on explains, it means, let's say, two thigh bones and one calf bone, or two calf bones and one thigh bone, which is the majority of the structure, of the skeletal system of the sister, or, or to the majority of the counting of the limbs, meaning if there was even 125 limbs, which is the majority of the limbs of a person, where there are what's called Ramach Evarm, 248 limbs, you would think that even that would be considered only part of the sister, and you wouldn't be able to to that. 
On that ksiv, that's what the Rebbe Loz, that Rav Kahana, Rav Loza ben Yaakov says. No, ksiv it says in the pasuk v'amarta aleim, where already it said emer ele kahana. So it says say to the kahana, and then it says v'amarta and say to them. So why is it saying say when they already said say? So haisim l'cha hakasav tumacheres because the pasuk is adding onto you another tuma. In other words, which as the Rush explains that you could be metamatu. And he says that logically it's going on the sister because that's who we had expounded the source of that you can't be metama to her limbs. So that's what the Pasuk is teaching us that although he cannot be metama himself to her limbs, but he could be metama to large parts of her, which are, let's say, the skull and the spine. And the reason being is because if not, then let the Pasuk just be quiet. And we would have known from the, dr- the previous drasha that law to her, that has to be the whole her and any limbs you wouldn't be able to. So why does it say vamarta lehim? To say that, but if you do have the you have certain big parts of our majority of the limbs or majority of the skeletal system, or the skull or the spine, that then that's considered enough of her that it can be metam himself to her. Now the brayse continues on top of mdalam and alav. So you would think that, however, for the sister you could but that you would not be able to metame yourself to the skull and to, to the spine, to the skull, but for the majority of the, 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 the structure or the amount of the, of the bones of other relatives, and it's, maybe it's only for the sister who, again, as she's the one who says that we can't use her limbs. And so it's her that we say that you could use these big parts. Who said that the same heter would apply, the same leniency would apply for other relatives? So Marta, you would say that's it's logical. Just like we find by his sister, which is distinct, which her body depends on him. In other words, that it's incumbent upon him to bury his sister. And that's why the coin hedges allowed him to seven relatives. And hence, and therefore, he can be himself to the spine, to the skull, to the majority of the structure and of the amount of the limbs. Of course, I told about so there, but the same thing applies to anyone that, the, that their, the body, meaning of other relatives, that's also incumbent upon them to bury them, is also metama that he also can be metama to those big parts of that person. Now, but one thing the Gemara is asking on Rav Chizda is that you see from this brisa that the Kain is allowed to be metama to his father, even though he's missing parts, all the relatives, not just the sister. It doesn't have to be the whole person, as long as it's big parts of the person, although limbs you can't, but big stuff you could. So that's difficult to contra of Chizda, because here you have Rebbe and Yaakov, that's saying the same thing. So obviously it's not just Rebbe Yehud, it's everybody that's saying this thing, not like Rebbe Chizda, who said that no, that the, that the coin could only be metam himself to his father when he's Shalim, when he's Aviv, and not when he's Chaser. Seemingly everyone is saying that it doesn't have to be the whole person. So that the Gemara answers, no. Ha'hi nami Rebbe Yehudahi. Even that b'risa, Rebbe Yaakov is also going like a Yehuda. And all three b'risas are like a Yehuda. And the Rav, but my halacha says, Rav Chizda, who I was saying this in the name of Rav, is the Amar Haitan, is going like a different Tana there, but it's not difficult. Yes, you have all these sources that say that you could be metame, even if it's not the whole person. I'm, I'm going like Rav, who's going like the following Tana. The Tana, you like, learn the b'risa. Maisa Shemes Av Shal Yitzchak Beginzik. There was a story where the father of Rebbe Yitzchak passed away in Ginzik. And he was only notified about his father's death after three years. And they came to inquire regarding the halacha by Rabbi Shub and Elisha and the four elders that were with him. 
Vamran, they said, look, regarding a Kayin being permitted to be Metamis of La'aviv to his father, is to his father, which is Beman, Shehu Shalom, it's only when he's whole. Velay Bizman, Shehu and not when he's missing even just a part of him, which therefore, they actually said it's forbidden for him to bury and be Metamis to his father, because it's not possible that after three years that a part of him has not decomposed and that it's missing, and since he's missing, he wasn't allowed to be metamatim. Therefore, if Chizah says, you're right, you brought me all these brises, and they're going like the opinion of Rabbi Huda. But my halacha that I was saying in the name of Rav, that the father has to be whole, was going like this Tana, who says clearly that the heter, the permissibility of the coin being metamat to his relative, to his father, is only when he's shalom and not when he's chaser.